To, um, to Project XX. Uh, I'm Freya. I'm Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Oh, hi. Uh, how, would you des- how would you describe this show if anyone's never listened before? Um, we talk about naughty, sexy nonsense with whoever we can. Wh- whoever we manage to drag into the studio. And who have we got today? Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm Saren. Hi, Saren. Hi, Saren. It's nice to meet you because we have only met you about five minutes ago because we are... <laughs> Rude hosts. We are rude hosts. We're, we're slack hosts. Uh, um, and for that, we can only apologise. Yeah, I'm I apologise. <laughs> uh, but you were at your exhibition earlier. Yeah, um, so it was a queer identity um, exhibition open at Cornex. Mm-hmm. With about 14 different artists and six, no, five performers. Oh. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, cute. And it was, it kind of had um, like a focus on queer art. Um, yeah, so everyone was of a non-binary, gay, LGBTQ um, identity, and it was like kind of, yeah, every piece was relating to how they expressed that in some way, or something to do with queer expression. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that kind of gives a bit of an insight of what we are going to be talking about today, what we're going to be discussing, yeah. and it's lesbians. 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 <laughs> and, um... And, and queerness in general as well. Yeah. Because we don't want to completely exclude all, all, all queerness all from the conversation. Yeah, but, um, I think we wanted to start off with just talking about the lesbian experience because I don't think, I think it's often something that's very overlooked in discussions about queerness, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot more than I think the gay male experience mm. or the, like, the gay experiences for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's not that, well, not that I've seen anyway. Um, like lesbian representation in the same way that there is for gay men. Yeah. Like you have orange is the new black or the L word, but yeah, I think it's all happened within the last ten years, media-wise. Um, that there's been kind of like a lot more like lesbian films in that like kind of match the amount of like gay male films. That yeah, have been definitely historically. Yeah. So yeah, we wanted to kind of ask about your. Your queer journey, really. Queer journey. Where did it all begin? <laughs> oh, like at the start, I think birth. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like I knew from a very young age. It was kind of like working out that I didn't like men was the bigger thing. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Heteronormativity was real when oh, I was young. Oh yeah, <laughs> compulsory heterosexuality. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but always. Um, came out to my family pretty young as well, so maybe like 17, which is younger than a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And what age do you think you knew that? Um, I came out as liking girls in like year six, year seven. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Wow, very young. So, I don't yeah. think I know many people that have come out like that young. Mm. No, yeah. we always had like, it's kind of a bit of a, a, a horrible stereotype, but it's, like, it's what it was like at high school. We always had like, one guy who was out as gay and they were very very camp and made yes. sure everyone knew about it They're but that was it yeah i went to a welsh school so i don't think not in my year we didn't have that but in the year above we did shout Ooh. out to corey <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah yeah like it was still quite rare it was a like predominantly like white um straight school mm-hmm. kind yeah, of like identifying anyway like yeah i think it's always school. really interesting going back to your hometown then like mm-hmm. going on like a dating app um and like seeing how many people that mm. you were like sure were straight at school yeah. are no longer <laughs> like as straight as they seem because Definitely. it's crazy to think that like because kind of when you were at school there was always that one very camp that camp guy mm-hmm. um also, rarely I think there was like one like open lesbian I think there was one at, mm-hmm. at, at my school but like you kind of at that age you're like oh there's only one but like the, so many people are queer like yeah. it's crazy to think that like I don't know do you know what I'm trying to say? yeah no definitely I um, remember these girls picking on me in school um, 
and then I saw them at a gay club like years mm -hmm. later and one of them was too drunk and I like sat down with her and gave her a water and was like are you okay and she kind of looked at me like ew I know I wasn't very nice to you in high school and I was like it's fine yeah I've it's had okay. <laughs> yeah all like uh, like kind of I feel like I was kind of one of the music arts kids but one of more the like the sporty dance popular kids. I yeah. remember like when I was 18 going on night out and being like, oh, you guys, yeah. <laughs> and all of them were like talking to me being like, yeah, like cool, so cool with it now. Yeah. And I was like, where was this like eight years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. I feel like it's nice that people come around eventually. Like, yeah. 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 I don't think that's really an issue with people in themselves as much as like the, mm -hmm. the, the system of schools and stuff like that, because you just don't have the education about it. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of like, the 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 L word especially is a very dirty word at school. Like yeah, yeah. like l almost not like because gay was kind of thrown around. I think as a lot more of like a just a sort of joke like ha gay or whatever. No, but oh, I that's think so gay. Yeah, I think lesbian was uh, often seen way more as like an insult, mm -hmm. which is just crazy. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. The stigma because I I do I remember um I remember even I mean the very openly gay man in my in my year was was extremely homophobic towards lesbians which just mm -hmm. felt so bizarre and like mm. how much it's actually con conditioned i think and taught mm. yeah i've yeah. known quite a few like cis gay men who've been homophobic and misogynistic towards lesbians it's very yeah. weird because you you would have thought that <laughs> yeah there'd be some i mean some sort of common thread but i guess there's still the sort of misogyny of it all underneath that. Yeah. I mean, everyone is slightly misogynistic, which is a really difficult thing. Mm -hmm. um, do you think you in, have you ever encountered much stigma about your sexuality? Um, I think I'm blessed in a way that I've experienced a lot less than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So um, grateful for that, but like a little bit, but enough to kind of like realize it, be very aware. And like not let it like Get take to, it on yeah. board too much. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have one of your sexy songs because we always okay. ask our guests to bring in songs. I mean, when you sent these over, you, we asked you and you sent them over so, so quickly. Fast, yeah, but and so we were like, <laughs> oh no. Are these Saren's like, like, is this her sex place that she just got like? No, I was just like, over? I was on a vibe musically today and I was like, wait, these songs are quite like, funky but i was like yeah they could be sexy so yeah no i we were listening through them. yeah we were thinking down these are pretty i was checking i was like wow she had those ready <laughs> yeah, i was like one was too i was like maybe one's too much but no 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 it's all good uh do you have one you want to pick introduce can you guys go for it maybe <laughs> should we go for the fk twigs just because i love fk twigs yeah. she's great her new album's pretty good yeah it's really good <laughs> did you see that video of her dancing with a sword Yes, Holland. I did, yeah. I, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is FK Twigs with Hours.
Yeah, you enjoying that? I, I, Was that fun? I sing along to it every week, every time. <laughs> it it just slaps so hard. Ben sounds. Ben sounds. Who <laughs> does the royalty-free sex music? <laughs> we love him. We love him so much. Um, so Sarah, you you just came from your your queer performance art collective exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to find the words to talk about it, but I mean. You're probably better at explaining like exactly what it is and yeah. like the collective, I guess, of it all. Um, yeah, it's basically it's kind of supported by the Leeds Arts Uni Union. So shout out to them for um, hosting it. It was organised and curated by Robin Dewhurst, who does a lot of, do you know, Age of Arcadia? Yeah. Um, she yeah. photographs them. She does loads of amazing work, honestly. Um, so she put it all together chose all the artists, brought in some performers. Um, yeah, it's on till Tuesday. Oh, amazing. So it's on nine till five every day at Cornex. So if you want to go down, see some queer art, maybe meet some queer people, make some friends. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's really quite cool. Cute. We, we I might just, you know, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's really interesting because uh, where I'm from, there's not really much of a queer scene, especially mm -hmm. not for women, I yeah. don't think. And I think when I came to Leeds, I was very pleasantly surprised by how much of a scene there is, especially in like the arts community, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, would you would you say that's true? Yeah, same. I think it's quite sparse. I'm from Wales, so South Wales is... Not that it's sparse for gays, but having like a collective <laughs> mm, of yeah. like creative gays who are all like doing things like in kind of as activism kind of mm -hmm. yeah yeah like political creative mm. queers like an awareness together. kind of yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it's nice and like 
I think in Leeds there's quite a lot of people doing different things within the same bracket, mm. which is really refreshing. I yeah. think it's not just like one gay stereotype, it's like allowing to er eradicate all the stereotypes in a way and yeah. accept all the the quiz. Yeah. yeah what, what do you think about the kind of lesbian stereotypes? Because uh, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, um, about like um, how lesbians move really fast with their relationships and like mm -hmm. move in together within a week yeah. or like you know you kind of get more harmful stereotypes of like like predatory lesbians yeah or really like, harmful one, I think the kind of manly butch lesbian yeah. versus like the, the high femme lipstick lesbian and like mm -hmm. that's it yeah like, like there's no in between like, yeah. yeah yeah I think they can be quite damaging because it makes people think they have to identify with a certain one <clears throat> otherwise they're not like validating their like gayness I guess yeah that. yeah that's kind yeah. of like because we spoke about this last week last week we did mm -hmm. bisexual queers because cool. we both identify as, as queer or bi nice. and we were kind of saying that you feel almost too straight for the gays and too gay for the straights yeah but I can kind of see how there is a lot of pressure to kind of conform to the gays mm -hmm. yeah. when you're gay. Yeah, and I think as well, a lot of the gay stereotypes um, kind of put a bit of pressure to link your gender identity onto your sexuality, mm. which can be quite confusing for people who might be going through um, like a gender expression experimentation yeah. but still not be okay with their sexuality possibly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that kind of even even when you like come out it kind of doesn't stop. Mm. Yeah. You, know, you, you don't constantly like... feel like you have to prove yeah. Yeah. the point. And you're constantly coming out I think in quite a like like hetero based like societies. Or... Yeah. It's 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 kind of crazy that even in this day and age, people have to keep coming out like it's mm. this massive thing. Because obviously, yeah. it is your sexuality is very important, but like I think people don't come out straight. Yeah, definitely. Like you have to, mm. you have to like it's, it's some obligation mm -hmm. that you also have to you have to come out. When yeah. honestly, if you don't feel like you need to, mm -hmm. it shouldn't be like this massive massive thing that you have to do every single time. Every time you meet a new person, it shouldn't. Yeah. People sure. shouldn't. I think, I think more the issue is that people sort of just presume everybody's straight until proven wrong. I like to presume everyone's bi until proven wrong. <laughs> I think that's the that's like, the best way of doing it. Yeah, because yeah, sure. then you're not gonna like offend too hard in either direction. Yeah, you're middle ground. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't. A lot of people are bi. I think, I, think probably, <laughs> I think most people fall somewhere. I mean, everybody falls somewhere on the queer spectrum, mm, even yeah. if it's just even if it's just like. Like I know, I know a couple at the moment. Um, uh, they're two women and they're together, and one of them, one of them knew that she was a lesbian or at least very queer. But the other one had never even looked at a woman before, had never found mm -hmm. a woman attractive, had been with a man for like four or five years, and then they broke up. She met her current girlfriend, and she still doesn't really look at any other women and find them attractive. It's just yeah, you just kind of. Oh, I know, it's really, they're very person. cute, they're very cute. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think like, people are very quick to just put everything on the straight, in the straight bracket. Mm. But like, we all, we're all a bit queer. Everybody, yeah. everyone's a bit queer. I mean, <laughs> it's just appreciation at the end of the day, I think. Like, yeah, it is. People. Mm. <clears throat> Sexuality is hella confusing and no one really knows. And it doesn't really... Matter. Does it matter? No. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like it's important. You know, a lot of people do take a lot of weight to putting like a label on their sexuality and stuff. And I know that's kind of fallen out of favour a little bit. Like, which I also think is a good thing. Like, no labels, all labels, kind of whatever you want. But it doesn't really matter. No. Like, and it's fine if you have no idea, because that also doesn't matter. Yeah. You're attracted to who you're going to be attracted <laughs> yeah. to, and that's completely fine. Yeah. And the things I'm attracted to are honestly quite confusing sometimes. Sometimes they're gross. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hannah, mm -hmm. okay? it's okay. It's totally okay. You can be attracted to whatever you like. 
Should we have another one of your songs? Yeah, cool. Do you want to pick it this time? Um, yeah, I need to remember what. Okay, um, maybe the I Don't Know You by the Marias is quite cute. Sure. Yes. This is I Don't Know You by the Marias. This is um, first and foremost a show about sex. We want to talk, and we don't talk about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> um, we would like to talk about lesbian sex, the lesbian, cool. lesbian sexual experiences. The, the mythical, the <laughs> lesbian sex that straight men cannot get their heads around. Never will. I have. I'm not. I don't identify as a lesbian. I'm queer. <laughs> but the amount of people, straight boys and some girls as well, actually. Who have said to me throughout my life, so like, how do lesbians even have sex? <laughs> I'm like, Saren, how, oh, do, how do lesbians how... have sex? Oh, <laughs> um, how much detail? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're no, like, I mean, how? It's such a silly question. Yeah, I think there's a lot of stigma around it. Like, there's even within the lesbian community, there's a huge argument about whether even like scissoring is a thing and I'm like why are you all yeah. debating this you guys I, are on the same team <laughs> um 
Ooh, I'm gonna get very non-specific about this actually. Mm -hmm. Someone I once had some encounters with once, one time, um, refused to even consider scissoring at all. That it doesn't exist. That's I was like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember how it came up in conversation, but I remember being like, scissoring thoughts? I don't know. <laughs> and she was just like, no, it doesn't do anything, like, it's not real, like, it never does anything for me, it's like, just what they do in porn. And I was like, oh. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. I don't think I've ever scissored anyone. That, that's okay. I, I'm such a sad voice. <laughs> I've never scissored anyone. I think I have, actually. But, Sarah, have you scissored someone before? Maybe. <gasps> oh my god, so salacious. I can't believe you said that on this here sex program. There's a in the room. Oh my and, god. Uh, uh, you know, is it, is it sex? Is scissoring sex? Answer the, it the question. It happened while I was having sex, so I'd hope so. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's a sexual act. You're you know, you're putting your genitals <laughs> with someone else's genitals. If that's not sex, I don't know what sex is. Yeah. And it's fun. Yeah. yeah. I think also like a, a I hope it's always fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think what what is classed as sex is also an interesting thing within mm. lesbian sex because obviously what is what you're told as sex when you're growing up is yeah. you know, penis into vagina, penetrative sex, but that basically can Make, get rid of like most lesbian sexual yeah. experiences oh, and a lot apart of from binary sort of, sex well, yeah exactly yeah, like, like outside it that discounts basically all sexual experiences uh, that yeah. aren't just penis and vagina sex which also yeah. is really sad because that just means that loads of straight couples out there just don't even consider they call it like you know to calling it foreplay I think is really yeah. bizarre beca and yeah. dangerous because like it feels like something you could like skip it's just before mm. the main event mm. yeah honestly when has penetrative sex ever been the main event <laughs> i think i've got actually i'm not going to name them because they might not want me to but um i've got a friend who is in a couple with another person i'm a friend with weird way to word that but, <laughs> um, but she's bi but they don't like focused a lot of what they do on penetrative sex mm. and they're in a like what you I guess what you call a straight relationship right oh, now. Oh like a straight passing. Yeah, yeah straight passing. Um and she was like, Yeah, I, I don't get those stereotypes either because like a lot yeah. of what we do even as like a straight passing mm. couple is like not that. Yeah. And, and like that's totally fine. It um is quite ableist as well. Mm. Um, you know, not everyone has the physical capability to have penetrative sex. Yeah, it's um, tiring. And even if, even if like you are able-bodied, like it's a very tiring thing to yeah. do. Yeah. And it's not everyone's cup of tea. Jam. Yeah, mm -hmm. cup everyone's tea. different. Everyone's shaped yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm <sighs> the penetrative penis and vagina <laughs> sex is just fine. But please, explore. Do something else that isn't just that. Um, and also, yeah, so a lot of people ask me about scissoring. Also, I remember this one guy saying to me, but lesbians are virgins forever. Oh. <laughs> and I was like... Huh? But don't, that doesn't... Mm, How long is forever? Time is... That doesn't really make <laughs> sense, though, because they're not. Yeah, I've yeah. had... Um, I lost my virginity to a girl, so... Um, but like had sex with a guy afterwards mm -hmm. um, and like a lot of people were like oh so it's like two kinds of virginity and I was like mm. no but then even convinced myself that and I think that oh like was because a lot of straight people were like oh but your actual virginity yeah, came yeah. afterwards okay yeah. yeah I get you yeah yeah um I basically did the same thing mm -hmm. I had uh, sex with a girl very well not very young quite young and then but didn't count it because it was with a girl so it didn't count mm -hmm. there was no penis it doesn't count yeah but I've kind of I mean I, I, I think I talk about this too much <laughs> um, but I've kind of like come to terms with it that just because a penis wasn't involved that doesn't mean it wasn't sex mm -hmm. you know I mean, yeah. same here. Yeah, yeah. Like, my early sexual experiences were, were with, with women, were with friends of mine when I was, like, a young child. Well, a child and then a sort of early teen and stuff. But, like, yeah, I could completely consider myself having not even 
done anything. Like, I, I hadn't even considered that anything. Yeah, I was yeah. so, like, internally homophobic, I guess, of the whole mm-hmm. thing that I kind of was just like, eh, that was nothing, that was just... That was just the silly whims of childhood. <laughs> I was like, I was horny for them and they were horny for me. Let's be real here. Yeah, yeah. We had sex. Yeah. I and I enjoyed internalized it. homophobia is like a huge thing, even in very like liberal people. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. We both talk about how much internalized homophobia we have because I don't think either of us are, are homophobic towards anybody else but ourselves. But I think yeah, sometimes yeah. there's like, like, because I'm, I'm bisexual, but I've never really been... I've never really dated anyone that wasn't a man mm-hmm. because I know that like it's only been sort of recently that I've come to terms with my own sexuality although I always knew it was there mm-hmm. like I've identified as bisexual since I was like 15, 16 but like mm-hmm. I had so much like internalized homophobia holding me back from doing anything that's only been recently that I've kind of been like yeah I could probably do this now without feeling yeah. like shame for myself and that's yeah. sort of this it's weird intimidating talk- though yeah, to like hear is. those like negative things coming from yourself I think yeah it definitely yeah. is and it makes you like question your sexuality constantly and oh mm. yeah I think it's just a crazy shame that like it's so so ingrained that you end up with internalised homophobia <laughs> it's so gross <laughs> it's so, it's get so that so shit out of me it's just such a horrible presence to have um but then, I was gonna say on the flip side, like uh, like straight phobia, not real. But <laughs> when we were saying about gold star lesbians mm-hmm. or like five star lesbians, um, for anyone who doesn't know, that usually is when um, someone who identifies as a, le- a lesbian has only slept with other women and has never slept with a man. Am I getting yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I've, yeah. yeah. I've experienced. Some people are like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do share. I think not all... I think it can, like... Possibly because of, like, I don't know, maybe internalised something. A lot of them get... They judge other gay women for it. I feel like I've been, like, partially judged by people. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah. 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 That sucks. It does... Yeah. Yeah. Sort of feeling like you're not. Or they like. Your sexuality like, oh, is confirmed. I'm, like gay, or I don't know, or like. Something. Yeah, like there's a hierarchy. Yeah. yeah, that's why it's like five. You're a five star lesbian because. Yeah. You you're not. You know. Like top rank. Yeah. Like everyone's. But it, I think yeah. Gay. I think it's <laughs> quite. In, well, it's insulting and it's harmful. Like, you know, people may not have realised their sexuality until later. Mm-hmm. May have kind of felt so. Um, you know, compulsory heterosexuality so strongly that they mm-hmm. got a boyfriend and had a relationship yeah. with a with a boy and actually weren't comfortable with it, mm-hmm. and that kind yeah. of just erases like all of that sort of thing. Sexual yeah. assault it erases as well. It's just a very like insidious, insidious. Yeah, and thing. you don't want. It's just crazy to me that in in a gay community, you could be sort of against each other like it's just a bizarre idea to me that you wouldn't be supportive just because it took someone maybe a bit longer to realize Mm -hmm. their sexuality like it's a journey for people and not everybody is also as lucky to be brought up somewhere and with people who would accept them yeah Yeah. so sometimes people have to get almost beards because they're so Mm -hmm. sort of worried about this whole thing and they know that if they come out they're gonna be ashamed for it and I think like it's just so crazy to eradicate all of those people by sort of I don't know shoving like not giving them points it's just so weird (laughs) yeah like the the Yelp rating yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's creepy and it's very weird or creepy is not the right word yeah I I feel like all lesbians just call them all gold stars yeah yeah Yeah, and that's are the best. <laughs> I, I really do. Uh, we were saying, when we were talking about, like, what we were going to talk about in this episode, <laughs> we were just like, oh, man, I love lesbians. I love, love, I like lesbian Twitter. I like films about lesbians. I like seeing <sighs> lesbians in the street holding hands. Oh, like, when I went to Hebden Bridge recently. Hebden Bridge is apparently, like, the gay capital. Of yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah. many lesbians there. Like, I stepped off the train, or I think I got another coach, and it was just, like lesbians everywhere like women holding hands loads of women with little kids and I was like what this is so crazy crazy. I went there like 
in the middle of the day on a Wednesday and people were just like lounging around on the grass and stuff and I was like, oh how my God. Like, it's midweek, where, where are you guys like working? I, wish, I, want, that, cool. I want that life. I do want to move to Hebden Bridge, I'm, I'm going to really get nice. a girlfriend and go to Hebden Bridge. <laughs> I want that for you, I support you. Thank you. See if we, Hannah and I in love, but only romantically and not sexually, so we're not together. But what if we were? Then we could go move to Hebden Bridge know. together. I'm like, sorry. I mean, we have got plans to move in together. We do. But unfortunately... <laughs> we're not in love. We're not. Well, we are. But like, we're in love, but we're like... Platonic soulmates. We are. Yeah. yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank like, you. Thank you for supporting us. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just unfortunately not attracted to each other because no. I think our lives would be very different. They would. We'd be such a power couple. Maybe too powerful. Maybe that's the maybe that's why yeah. our biology was like, whoa, mm, too, too powerful. powerful. Oh, so sad though. See? <laughs> we'll be perfect. Yeah. Should we have the movie tracks? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, can we do Seth the Loser? Because I want to end on the Angie Stone one. Yeah, let's yes. do it. There's a
just talking about mm -hmm. um, stuff that made us gay <laughs> and yeah. music videos, pop culture, yeah, women. Let's talk about women. Women. Because they're, <laughs> they're hot. So many, it's, music videos really did it for me. Um, I'm trying to remember any specific, I'm really rubbish at thinking of specific things growing up, but like, um, like, like I was just talking about the Wild Thoughts video with Rihanna where she's like walking down the street and she's like sweaty and she she can dance and then her boobs are there and um, <laughs> you know uh, it, yeah sometimes it I get, get sometimes cute. I get doubts you know with like compulsive mm -hmm. sexuality and internalized homophobia and then I'll I will, I will watch something like that and then I'll be like well, obviously yeah. <laughs> obviously that I'm, I'm queer yeah yeah I feel that yeah Sarah. What were some queer icons of your childhood? Um, I remember like really not realizing it until like a couple years later, but you know, Rachel Vice is that librarian in The Mummy. Oh! <laughs> yes, we do. Because that's like such a lame definitely, one. Definitely but... made me and now she does gay oh films, and it's great. She's oh my god, done, the like, favorite two... is so good. That and Disobedience, I... but like I was like. Maybe okay. as a gay child being like, there's something about I you. I have not thought like, about yeah. that until you just said that. And <laughs> that's why I just screamed. I was so into that film, but I was like, why am I into this? It's so bad. Because I remember thinking like, she was really, really, really cool. Yeah, I was so like, cool. what a cool librarian. Wow, she's so cool. I will think about her all the time. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I'm 110%. I had forgotten all about her. <laughs> the mummy in general, the mummy is bisexual culture because yeah. Rachel Vice is so sexy in it. Brendan Fraser is so sexy in it. Which is so weird, weird to say now because he is so unattractive now. Is he? I still stand. I still stand. I mean, I stand, but like. I always remember he had a really nice smile. Oh, that's... <laughs> that's such a lesbian thing you can say. <laughs> that man had a really nice smile. Oh. <laughs> um, um, uh, um, oh my god, what was I going to say? Oh, I've said it before, Dirty by Christine Aguilera. Yeah, you thought she was very cool. Oh, I, I forgot about that. Also Thank very you. cool. Mm -hmm. um, tattoo, all the things she said. That was, yeah, that was... Classic, <laughs> classic, classic. Um, Which I hadn't seen until you showed me, like... A few months yeah, ago. I'm so surprised. And you were like, oh, it was the gayest thing ever. And I think they kissed like one time and I was yeah. disappointed. <laughs> and I said, I think I said to you while we were watching it, I was like, oh, I kind of, in my head, they they basically fucked on screen. And it was like this super explicit mm -hmm. music video in the rain. And like, you could see nipple. They literally peck like <laughs> two seconds. Mm -hmm. I think maybe there's a little bit of tongue. Oof. And that, as a child, as a child, that was enough for me. That was porn for me as a child because <laughs> I remembered it so vividly, being so sexy, and it, it's it's a PG yeah. uh, at best. <laughs> I mean, porn is an interesting subject. Actually, we didn't really talk about. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you think about the lesbian uh, representation in porn? Um, I think it depends who they like advertising it to and who the target audience is mm -hmm. yeah. and like what they're trying to achieve with it because I think there's some that's quite representational but then there's others that totally miss the mark with yeah I mean I think for for what I've seen is like you kind of have to go to queer specific sites or kind of amateur sites or female Led pornography sites to find good lesbian porn. Mm. Otherwise, you end up watching lesbian porn for straight men, <laughs> which looks painful mm. and uncomfortable because everyone's got really long nails. Mm. And that's all I think about every time I watch them. Yeah. They all have really long, like, acrylic nails and are, like, finger blasting each other. Yeah. And I'm like, looks... ah! <laughs> This looks so painful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can really tell when it's been catered towards the male gaze, mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, which is why I think a lot of like we were just talking about amateur porn today. Mm. I think a lot of sort of amateur porn is the way forward because it's a lot more representational because it's somebody mm. just making it in their bedroom with the partner they would want to sleep with normally anyway. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's why it's probably I think for a lot of queer people it's like a really great platform for porn because there it's definitely I mean, we're both advocates for pornography. We think it's mm-hmm. great, but just with the right channels. And I think amateur mm-hmm. porn is one of those really yeah. interesting, great channels definitely. to go down. Especially then, with queer representation. Yeah, yeah, definitely queer representation. Ersties is a really good company, channel, porn production company, um, who it's all kind of amateur and a bit homemade, but you kind of get the same actresses in each film mm-hmm. not not exactly the same but there's like obviously a cast of them who kind of swap around mm-hmm. and if you watch quite a lot of videos like I do um of, of Ersties because it's really good then you kind of get to know them and then you're like oh, in this video she's with her wow you know they yeah. were from different videos and now they're together and they do like a lot of threesomes and stuff that's cute um and it's all kind of just a bit like filmed in your your friend's bedroom mm. it's cute it's really Ersties Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I haven't <laughs> yeah. heard of that before. It's really good. I recommend. And I think we've only got a few more minutes to go before we play our last track. And oh. we wanted to ask you what your Desert Island Chicks is. <laughs> we normally call it Dicks because it's funny um, to say Dicks. Yeah. Um, but because we're inclusive here, we're gonna call it Chicks. Cool. Desert um, Island Chicks. So for those who don't know what this is, basically <coughs> we ask our guests to pick three people that they would like to take to a desert island with them. The first person would be someone that you would like to have as your life partner, someone that maybe the spark's not there anymore sexually, but like someone that you think that you could get along with really well, you would want to go and ha- go to Spend bed with like every eight years. <laughs> yeah. Um, someone, yeah, and then and then someone you would like to just have like animalistic sex with, someone that you it maybe like nothing. a celebrity. You, you like okay. them, but you don't really think that you would be able to have much of a conversation with them, or you mm-hmm. don't think your personalities would mesh particularly well, but you would... You just want to fuck them. You just want to okay. fuck them. <laughs> um, and then somebody that you would like to go on sort of hot, steamy dates with, so you have a lot of sexual okay. tension, um, but nothing ever really happens. So maybe like a celebrity that like you would you'd want you think could be really hot but maybe like for some reason you don't want to sleep with them because they're too powerful or well last week we had someone who was like i don't want to sleep with them because i want to tease them yeah i don't remember what the celebrity yeah charlotte said um (laughs) she wanted to pick john mayer as her steamy (laughs) date so she could like tease him and maybe peg him at the end which is one of the, the, the better Cute. answers we've ever gotten. Yeah, it's a pegging good one. it. We like pegging. We, we do. Cool. So, <laughs> tell us. Um, I think, yeah, maybe start with the steamy one. Yes. Um, Rachel Vice, just because I couldn't go there. Yeah. Childhood, yeah. Oh, you think it'd be like intimidating <laughs> with your childhood, but you still want to stare at her over dinner? Yeah, like we could share <laughs> pasta. Oh, <coughs> like a lady in a tramp sharing a, a spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, like, there's no colour room. <laughs> I also want to share spaghetti with Rachel Vice, so mm. yeah, yeah, acceptable um, answer, definitely. Um, and then maybe like Shakira for animalistic, crazy yeah. sex. Because she's a she-wolf. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and she, <Right>. yeah. <laughs> that, that's what that's about. Um, and then I think for life partner, I think Florence from Florence the Machine is well cute. Oh, she's really wow. Nice. I saw yeah. her live. It was like a lot of strangers holding hands, and I feel like that's a good. She has. She old is lady quite a queer icon. Big queer energy. Yeah. Even yeah. though I believe she's straight. And that's I don't know. I've sure never. I've never. Bi. I've never heard anything about Florence Welch's partners. No. I don't really know what's I going on. I, I was. I mean, is this us just presuming that she's straight? Yeah, I, I guess like she's involved in a lot of like dance-led circles and stuff. Yeah, so I feel like she could. I don't know. I associate I, dance with like. Yeah, I'm sorry, Florence Welsh. Like, I think I, I, I presumed you were straight. Any woman who's very creative. <laughs> have you ever come on? Video? And she like queer. loves Patty Smith a lot. Mm, so maybe yeah. that's a crush. That's not queer energy. Have you ever seen the video of her taking you on a tour of her house? Oh, well, yeah, on now no. Oh, it's God, really it's amazing. Cute. Her house is so <laughs> she cute. She has like a whole Frida Kahlo room. Yeah. Or wall. Her or house bathroom looks like, um, like in the 1920s, a murder mystery would happen there and it'd be really like ornate and magical. But also, like, if 
you went and found like a spiritual witch in the woods and she lived there. Yeah. I also fancy Florence Marsh and I fancy her house. See, yeah, if you, <laughs> life partner, live with her in the yeah. house, could work. Those are some very good answers. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. Thanks for yeah. asking. Ours are crap in cars. We really <laughs> need to go Mine are under have... construction. I'm not. I'm no longer talking about it until I have my perfect three people. So there never is a perfect three people because perfect. my sexuality <laughs> changes so often. Mm. I don't know what I'm attracted to, and it's kind of scary. Maybe don't I'll be take... scared. Embrace it. I think that's like a really yeah. exciting thing. You yeah. could be like, I have no idea what I'm attracted to. Anything goes. Yeah. She's right. Oh, she's right. Oh. <laughs> I hate when the guests come in and then the they like talk and then like tell us things and we're like, oh, women to be hosting, you shouldn't be giving me advice. Like, what the fuck? So we have um, about 40 seconds left. Okay, well, cool. I was going to say thank you ever so much for Thanks for having me. Yeah. Oh. Sorry we've been kind of bad hosts and we turned we up haven't. late and <laughs> good. but no, no thank you very much we've loved we did, having you on we did do a call out for last minute lesbians last and minute and you were our last minute lesbian <laughs> you're the best last you. minute thank lesbian you. we could have possibly hoped for <laughs> best radio host <gasps> oh stop <laughs> we, know. we know okay okay so what's your last song um this is called wish i didn't miss you by angie stone thank you thank bye you. Bye.